You better get ready. The coffee's poured and the on-air sign's flashing. Broadcasting live and local, this is Lee Faulkner on 864-TRIPLE-M. G'day, I'm Lee Faulkner and welcome to our podcast version of the show and we've got plenty coming up here in the podcast. Uh, I was lucky enough to be joined in the studio by a couple of Year 12 students from the Glenny for a very special breakfast cafe and we'll have the full version of that for you. On the way, a bit of a laugh with You Can't Be Serious and... As well as that, the most popular segment, well, that is at least according to these two clowns that I do it with, uh, our Friday footy uh, review, which is the smelly boot uh, gov uh, away crook. But uh, I was joined by Paul Solid Reedy as uh, he was laughing at my maroon hair following uh, losing the bets with producer Rob on Mon- on Wednesday night State of Origin Clash as well as looking at the rest of the round of Rugby League coming up. We'll have a Friday foodies for you and a little bit more. It's on the way here on the podcast. I hope you enjoy. And as we get underway on this Friday morning, uh, thanks to Bottle Mart, it is the Smelly Boots. And a very good morning to Paul Solid Reedy from k Plumbing Supplies and the Western Clydesdales. Yeah, g'day, Lee. How are you, mate? Well, I see you're going to be turning from grey to red. Happy days. <laughs> yes, thank you very much. Uh, dotting the uh, the brand new hairstyle uh, in here this morning. Uh, it, it, mate, when you see it, uh, it there, uh, I've got no doubt that planes will not be worried about hitting the uh, <laughs> building here at Eastern Well uh, because there is a new beacon for them uh, to uh, to help avoid that. So, uh, dear, oh dear, the things we do, but... Bloody hell, the Queenslanders. Hey, I mean, you and Gov. Now, Gov's not with us this morning. He's uh, East Crook. But you two picked them and said that they would lift uh, despite a new coach and a number of debutants, and they did exactly that. Yeah, it was a fantastic match, actually. And it, as I said in the preview, when you look across the page, player to player, it was one of the most evenly matched um, uh, teams of origin I've seen for a long, long time. And it turned out that way. They were very good game. It was hard. It was fast. <laughs> yeah, it was very good. I think Queensland will uh, clean sweep at 3-0, and if they do, you should shave your head rather oh, than it being red. Turn it up. God almighty. I've got to, I'm trying to get used to this. Uh, all right, yes, you can have your fun. Now, let's get into the next round of uh, rugby I, league. I'll uh, just say one thing about that origin, mate. It was a game of two halves. Yes. And we won both of them. Yes. <laughs> Oh, yeah, all right. Very good. Okay, now let's have a look at round 14. Uh, Queensland Country Bank Stadium, and uh, it is the North Queensland Cowboys' red-hot favourites against the Dragons. Now, Gov isn't with us, but he has picked the Dragons, uh, not surprisingly. I mean, they're dead set. No chance, aren't they? Oh, I reckon they aren't either. He 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 must be crooked to not be here to rub it into you after Queensland winning and yes. Dragons playing tomorrow <laughs> tonight. So, uh, look, I'll go with the Cowboys. Those three blokes backing up, you know, backing up straight away after a winning Origin. They normally perform pretty well. Yeah. So, I'll go with the Cowboys over the Dragons. Absolutely, I think the you know the game the NRL game seems to slow down for them after they played in the Origin Arena. I uh, I think the Cowboys will lap them and uh, and win that comfortably. Uh, the Gold Coast Titans they've been the one that has been uh, the the letting the Queenslanders down as far as the Queensland teams are concerned, and they don't have an easy run here. Seabus Super Stadium they're at home to the Rabbits. Uh, that'll still be pretty tough, I think. Yeah, I think it will be too. Uh, Tino played really well for Queensland last night, so he's got to back up. Uh, the 
players that were on there for New South Wales that were from the Rabbits, they played exceptional for New South Wales last night. So I think they'll continue on, and I think the Rabbitohs will be way too good for the Titans. Uh, Gov agrees, and I also agree. I'll be on the uh, the Rabbitohs there. The next game then is Sydney Cricket Ground tomorrow night, 5.30. The Roosters taking on the Melbourne Storm. Uh, the Storm go in bookies' favourites, uh, and Gov is backing them. Uh, how do you feel about them? Yeah, I'm not real sure. Geez, they're hard to pick at the moment. Oh. They got beaten last week by the Raiders. The week before, they were very good against the Sharks. And the week before that, they were no good as well. So I'm going to go with the Storm. The consistency, um, I think, will be too good. The way Munster played last night, oh. he brings half that form to the Storm this weekend. They'll be too good for the Roosters. All right, then it's one for the butchery. I'll tell you what, he's been giving me plenty. So I'm hoping that the Raiders uh, get done here. So I've got a little bit of something. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the Broncos, uh, they take on the Raiders at Suncorp Stadium. Uh, home ground advantage. And again, some of these uh, players say that the Broncos have been really stepping up. I'm on the Broncos. Uh, Gov's on the Raiders. So which way do you see it going? Yeah, this is going to be a good match. I think no Catania Stags for the, the Broncos after he came off in origin last night. Um, I'm going to go with the Raiders. They're performing really well. White was fantastic last night. So was Papali. So I'll go with the Raiders to upset the Broncos. All right. I'm changing my tip. And uh, <laughs> the curse. I'm with, yep, uh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, all the grief he gave me uh, yesterday morning. Uh, then all three of us now putting our weight on the Raiders. So uh, there you go. And the odds for the Broncos just shortened up just like that. Uh, <laughs> now we've seen the uh, we've seen how tough a game this can be when it comes to coaches, uh, and we'll uh, we've got a, a couple of clubs here that are involved in this uh, roundabout that is coaching. Uh, West Tigers, of course, Madge is gone, and I've always had a theory that uh, when that happens at a club, new coach coming in, uh, that teams will lift and quite often beat a side they shouldn't beat. Should I tip the Tigers to beat the Manly Seagulls, uh, given how DCE played the other night? Yeah, I think you should tip them because I'm going to tip the Eagles. <laughs> I think the Seagulls will be too good for him. And um, Matt's probably there linking him already with the Warriors. So I'm not sure what's going on there. Maybe he's going over there. But I'll go with the Eagles to upset the Tigers. They haven't been going good enough with or without the coach. All right. I'm going for the Tigers. <laughs> I I, uh, I just think that, uh, as I say, quite often this happens. So I'm, I'm on the Tigers. Uh, then the Penny Panthers. Well, i tell you what, Nathan Cleary want to play better come Sunday afternoon than he did uh, on Wednesday night. Uh, 4.05 McDonald Jones Stadium up against the Newcastle Knights and despite the fact Caelan Ponga was one of the absolute stars of State of Origin, they go into this one at $5. Is that indicative of how bad the rest of that team is uh, solid? Yeah, I think it is. They, geez, they're playing terrible football. Panthers are going to have to have six of their players backing up though from Origin, which can tell a bit, but you've seen what happened last week when they, when they had them all out. They uh, were way too good still, so um, I'll go with the Panthers only just over the night. So I think it'll be a lot closer than the bookies reckon. All right. Gov agrees with you, and uh, I agree as well. Uh, the Warriors, say uh, Nathan Brown saying, I don't want to live in New Zealand. You can't blame him. Uh, but having said that, you took on the coaching role of a New Zealand team. So it's left them in the lurch a little bit, and another one of the coaches uh, that is gone. Uh, they'll play the Sharkies. Uh, Sharkies roaring favourites. I'm on them. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I'll go with the Sharks as well. Nico Hines will have a point to prove that they left him out in New South Wales. He'll 
He'll front up for the Sharks. I'll be way too good for the Warriors. Yeah, and Gov agrees. <laughs> he's told me Sharks is uh, who he's on. Uh, and maybe former coach Flanagan might be lining up for one of those coaching jobs. Uh, he's uh, There's a few of them to choose from. And another one who lost his job earlier this year in Trent Barrett. They, the Bulldogs now under some new uh, coaching with Mick Potter. Uh, they certainly seemed a little bit better for it last week, but they're a long way from winning against top sides. And they're playing one of the top sides. Parramatta Reels with a full-strength team for the first time in 2022. Uh, $1.15 favourites. Uh, even Gov is on the bandwagon. Uh, solid, I'm sure you're going to stick solid as per your namesake. Oh, you betcha, Lee. I'm always at the eels, mate. Oh. Thick and thin, you know me. Absolutely. <laughs> I'll be going with them, especially when they're that short uh, against the Bulldogs, who have been absolutely hopeless so far this year. But the Eels, it'll be good too. Regan Campbell-Gillard was fantastic for um, New South Wales last night. Hope he brings that form uh, to the game on Sunday afternoon. Yeah, absolutely. What about Paula going in for the try? Absolutely brilliant stuff. Uh, and uh, and we'll see uh, our uh, our winger back, Marcus Sivo, back on the wing. That'll be fantastic too. So, a, uh, a, I think a good win for the Eels there. Uh, I know that was a tough one for you with the association there with the Canterbury Dogs. <laughs> but uh, boy, oh boy, they're a long way from uh, from getting it right yet. Uh, what is happening locally too, by the way? Yeah, so all the action is uh, in Toowoomba Rugby League this weekend and we've got the Wagner's guys. They'll, they'll be playing here in Toowoomba this weekend against South Logan. They're going to take part of the Oakey Gum to Windy Day. So out at Oakey on Sunday, 1 o'clock, you'll see the Wagner's Clydesdales in amongst the Oakey Gum to Windy competition. Fantastic matches, though, on Saturday as well. Gatton and Waddles, top of the table clash there. Gatton are going along well, so Waddles, that's on Saturday afternoon. And then on Sunday, Dolby take on South. That'll be a great match. And the Brothers versus Pittsworth Sunday afternoon in the Toowoomba Rugby League is some of our great matches this weekend. Cannot wait. Uh, mate, enjoy the Rugby League, and we will talk again next Friday morning. Enjoy the maroon here. <laughs> yes, thanks. <laughs> you cannot be serious. Yes, I'm serious. And it was the most public court case since OJ Simpson. And unless you've been on Mars since the start of the year, everyone knows what unfolded at the Johnny Depp Amber Heard defamation trial. Day after day, we watched the footage from inside the court and then the breakdown of those proceedings by TV commentators from around the globe. And you probably think you know everything that went on. But you'd be wrong. Once again, as with OJ, the trial very quickly made public figures of the legal teams repping Depp and Heard, and they're now revelling in their own 15 minutes. Side note, it was the OJ trial and the infamy that one Robert Kardashian gained as part of the legal team for OJ that gave us the Kardashians. So, if you're rich and famous and you're paying lawyers eye-watering amounts of money to convince a jury to award you eye-watering amounts of money, I guess you'd expect that when they're not in court, they're ploughing through legal tomes to keep their minds sharp. Nope, they were doing this. One of my colleagues brought a Monopoly game, so we played Monopoly in our little breakout room. Yes, that's Depp's law-talking guy, Benjamin Chu, who admitted that during breaks in proceedings, they played Monopoly. And not surprisingly, just like playing at home, it brought the worst out in some of his younger colleagues. I saw a side of some of my young colleagues that I'd never seen before, a ruthlessness, an unwillingness to sell their old mentor some, some property. I mean, hey, who here hasn't flipped a Monopoly board or two after landing on Mayfair with a red hotel on it? Chu says he was shocked when he won second prize in a beauty contest, but was also secretly hoping that Amber would go straight to jail, not pass go, and collect $2 million. You cannot be serious! <laughs>
And a big thanks to Milk and Honey and Street Into Toowoomba helping us to solve those problems too with uh, yummy breakfast, great coffee uh, and uh, plenty of yummy goodies for you. I'm enjoying one of their lamb bagels. You can ask for what I had for brekkie when you pop into Milk and Honey there and Street in Toowoomba. A special edition, as I mentioned, of uh, Louise Cafe because normally we're, we're talking with uh, women in our local area that are already influential in what they're doing, their CEOs, their councillors, whatever it might be. Uh, now we're talking to the next generation coming through, which I think is just absolutely fantastic. Louisa, good morning to you. Good morning. And good morning to Lauren. Good morning. Now, uh, these two lovely young ladies join me from the Glenny and have, in fact, been in here to do the cafe uh, when I was away one time. So uh, you were in with my boss, Nick. So did you enjoy that experience? Oh, yeah, absolutely. The radio is so fun. Good. All right. Uh, at least it's warm in here. That's one thing. It's so cold out there this morning. Uh, the thing I want to talk to you guys about is you, you're in that time of your, your life. You're coming out of year 12. There's so much in front of you now, whether it's travel, uni, going into work, whatever it is that you're looking forward to. But at the moment, there just seems to be a lot of doom and gloom about uh, interest rate rises. Uh, I'm sure it's a conversation in your, in your parents' homes, the Inflation rates, everything's going through the roof. Petrol's uh, costing so much. Uh, we're only just getting back to international travel and all those things after two years of COVID. Uh, there seems to be so much doom and gloom. How are you processing all that, Louisa, as you start to get towards that time when you're going to be the adult and you're going to be getting out there into the into the big bad world, as it almost seems? Yeah, it is a, it is a little bit of a concern, I think, for me. Um with, you know, housing and yeah. interest rates, fuel prices, all of that kind of thing, I think it is going to have quite an impact on our generation. Definitely. Um, so, yeah, it is a bit of a concern, but I think there are things that we can do uh, within ourselves, saving money and just trying to do all that kind of thing to get ourselves the best prepared we can be. I'd imagine, Lauren, that you just have to look on the bright side. Uh, you know, you look out there, it might be cold today, but it's pretty nice, isn't it? I mean, it's still the sun still comes up uh, just as it always has done, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think growing up in COVID, like we've had our teenage years, like it's impacted us so much. And the way that we've grown up, we've kind of expected a certain level of, there's there's not everything is all sunshine and rainbows, but going through the pandemic, we've kind of realised that there is something on the other side and we do have things to look forward to. And you're just taking one step at a time and you're just, you're getting there as as you can. Yeah. Has has it been good to be in an environment like the, the Glenny? Because I know, you know, you guys, it's a, it's a tight-knit, wonderful school. Has that helped you process all what's going on? Have you have been able to talk to teachers and friends and counsellors and whatever it might be at school? Yeah, absolutely. And I think for me personally as a boarder, we are a very tight-knit boarding community. Okay. Yeah. So, so where are you from? I'm from Proston in the okay. South Burnett. Yeah. yeah, I know it very well. Yeah. Uh, my wife's family is from uh, Cloyner, yeah. uh, up that way and Big Cattle and uh, Peanut property up there. Yeah. So I know where you are from up that way. <laughs> uh, and uh, and how have you found the boarding experience? Amazing. It's been really good. good. It's um, kind of, you can't really understand it until you experience it. Yep. It is really an incredible experience, yeah. But that is, you know, that adds to it because you're in a situation where you can't just go home at night and just have a talk to mum and dad. You, you're relying on those friends that you've got there, that, that wonderful network of, of people. Uh, Lauren, are you uh, a day uh, schooler or a boarder? No, I'm a day girl, so yeah. Okay. Born in Toowoomba, grown up in Toowoomba. Yep. Toowoomba girl. And that, so you have a different side to, uh, yeah. different experience to the yeah, whole thing. So. All right, well then I'll ask you individually, I'll, I'll start with you, Lauren, what are you going to miss most when, when year 12 is over and you're now out in the big bad world? What What is going to be uh, the thing that you'll miss the most about the Glenny? 
I do a lot of music at Glenny and I'm really going to miss like all of my conductors and yeah. being in like bands and ensembles and leading this amazing group of girls and playing all the music I can and that's what I'm really going to miss. <laughs> Fantastic. So are you looking to do something with music when you leave? Um, I'm looking to be a teacher next year. But wow, I good on you. the qualifications to teach up to year 10 by hopefully next year as well. Wow, how fantastic. All right, for you, Louisa, what is it? I think I'll definitely miss the boarding community and just the um, tight-knit community that we have within boarding. Um, it's just like a completely new family and, yeah, it is going to be something that I do truly miss. All right. Uh, a couple more things. Just uh, what advice would you give to a grade seven who's just come into this now and and they've got the journey that you've already taken? Uh, Lauren, what would, you, what would you say to them? I would probably say, like, if you're enjoying something right now and you get to the point where you're like, oh, I hate it so much, it's so awful, stick with it for a little bit longer. Yep. You'll get, like, you're probably at that age where everything's just a little bit, ugh, but you're actually going to really end up loving it. So just stick with it a little bit longer, keep persevering, and you might find that it's like your thing, you know? That's fantastic advice. You, you would have a different set of advice too, I would imagine, Louisa, because, uh, you know, for young boarders, it can be a bit like, oh, wow, this is a big step to, to go in here and, and not be able to go home to mum and dad every night. So, so what advice do you give a, a young year seven boarder? I only started boarding in grade 10, so right. I, I haven't been in that position, but I would say just try and enjoy every um, opportunity that gets thrown at you, especially at Glenny, We have a lot of opportunities that present themselves, yep. and I think just try and look past the homesickness and look past not being able to see your parents every night and try and make the most of every opportunity that's given. Fantastic. Yeah, you both amazing young ladies. So you've got the Glenny Fair coming up too. Uh, when does that happen? We uh, have a, you know, when that's Sunday. coming up? It's this Sunday? Yeah. All right, this Sunday. And you guys are a big part of that? Yeah, absolutely. So as students at Glenny, we are volunteering all day. So especially with, we've got a stall with, for Protea Place. Where yes. We're, we've got a fashion boutique and we're raising money for Protea Place, which is an awesome organisation that we're really happy to support. Oh, how fantastic. Um, tours, games, rides, stalls markets. It's all there. It should that be really good. wonderful. All right. Well, it's, a, it's an iconic event here in the Garden City, the Glenny Fair, coming up on Sunday at the uh, historic Glenny School. Uh, the, the two of you, uh, just amazing young ladies and can't wait to see what you do next. Uh, Lauren, Louisa, thank you again for joining us in the cafe. Thank you very thank much. Thank you so much. Just brilliant. Uh, there you go. You see, it seems a lot of doom and gloom. But young people, they're handling it. They're processing it and they're working through it. And they are the uh, the future of our country is in their hands. And it's in pretty good hands by the looks of it. 18 past eight with Lee Faulkner, the Darling Downs, 864 Triple M. Thanks to Whipple's Volkswagen. It's my favourite time of the week because we get to talk all things food. And we do it with Kristen O'Brien from Dine Darling Downs. Good morning. Good morning, Lee. How are you going? Oh, I'm loving it. It's Friday. We've made it to the end of another week. Not sure how I could have done that, though, without my cup of coffee every morning. I must admit, hand up, I'm a black coffee man every single morning. Exactly. Where would we be without coffee, oh. particularly on these cold mornings? You know, I've just picked mine up at the Finch on the Range, and it was really busy up there this morning, so everyone's got the same idea as us. But, you know, I was just thinking I love what Dan and Eddie have done with the renovation up there on that building, Lee, yeah. at the top of the range. It looks absolutely brilliant. Uh, originally, of course, part of the old uh, Weiss Restaurant uh, Group. Then. Such a stunning location up there at the top of the range. And Margaret Street, beautiful gardens, magnificent surrounds as well. And I found out this morning that they have beautiful food as well. Well, I've kind of always known that, but there are some new items on the menu. And one that you have to try 
is ricotta hotcakes. These are served warm with poached pear and honeycomb butter. Oh, wow. That sounds fantastic. Uh, it sounds like the perfect, perfect winter breakfast, and some people may not know, but they also serve dinner at the Finch on the range. One of their most popular deals at the moment is the bring your mate or bring a date deal. Now, that is just $50 a person, and it includes two starters from the menu, two delicious wood-fired pizzas, and a dessert to share all of that for 50 bucks a person. Well, it's, and it sounds like a great excuse to catch up with a friend yeah. or take your favourite person out to dinner. We love this deal, $50 per person. And the Finch of the Range, it's really cosy and warm up there too. They're licensed, so a good glass of wine or beer is available to enjoy with your meal. How good is that? Uh, don't let the cold weather keep you at home. Get out, support the local hospitality businesses, including Finch on the Range. To find out more about what's happening at the local foodie scene, just go to dinedarlingdowns.com.au. Check out the Facebook and social media sites. And listen, of course, every Friday right here as we bring you the latest in the culinary scene for our part of the world with Kristen O'Brien. And You enjoy the weekend and we'll talk again next week. I look forward to it. Have a great weekend.